Welcome to the Truman Charities Podcast. I am Jamie Truman, your host. Do you have a child that's on the autism spectrum? Or do you know someone that has a child on the autism spectrum? And are you completely overwhelmed with all the information coming at you? And you're not really sure where to turn and how to get the best care for your child in school or even... You're just looking for a community of people that know what you're going through and maybe some other parents that you would like to speak to so you guys can talk about what it's like and the challenges that you're having within the school or within your home life. Well, I spoke to the executive director, Sue Keisler, and the treasurer, Eric Skegan of X-Minds. X-Minds has created a community for families that have children on the autism spectrum. All of those questions that you may have, they're going to be able to answer. They're going to be able to tell you where exactly to go to get all of the information that you need. And also, they are an amazing support system for you. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. So, Sue, I kind of wanted to start out with you. You're the executive director of X-Minds. Tell me exactly what is X-Minds and why did you decide to become so involved within this organization? X-Minds is an organization that provides sort of a community of support and essential information for families in Montgomery County who have a child on the autism spectrum. And I was drawn to this organization and its mission because I have a son who is on the autism spectrum. He was diagnosed on the late side in high school, and school was just a complete disaster for him every year. And it was just, you know, for kids, school is their job. And for 13 years, they are forced to go to a job that they hate. If that's the case, it's really, it's, it affects every part of their life. It affects the whole family. So focusing on education for families that have an autistic child was really important to me because I felt like if we had... My son is older, so X-Minds wasn't around for him. But if it had been, it would have been just great for us. So I'm, I sort of feel like what we suffered through, I, I really just don't want other families to suffer through the same thing. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you faced with your son? I guess there's a rigidity of mind that comes with a, a lot of kids on the autism spectrum. So that lack of flexibility can make it hard for them to be com- sort of comply with, with the demands of school if if the people in the classroom, the teachers, the other kids don't understand the difficulties. And so, I mean, at a certain point when he was in fifth grade, he just refused to go to school anymore because it was so miserable for him. Um, He didn't have friends. And so he ended up going to the lab school of Washington, but, and that worked for a few years, but then it's sort of, they're not actually specializing in autism. So that was hard. He went through a series of schools that none of them really worked very well because well, he is at the high, the, the end of the spectrum where it's not terribly visible what the disability is. Um, there is a huge range, as you know, of people on the autism spectrum. And he is, at the, fortunately, at the end where he is less impacted. So it's not visible, but there's actually a lot going on. The way he thinks is very different. And it made it very hard for him to connect with other kids. And so he was very socially isolated. And because it was not understood by the teachers or by his family, because we didn't have a diagnosis, he would like have no friends, but it was be understood by the teacher as well. He's just really reserved. But it was really he was dying to have friends, but had no social skills to make it happen. And when teachers really understand what's in front of them, that you know, the challenges of autism, there are lots of easy things they can do to help a child connect 
with their peers or with them with this, and they can support them on their academics too with the inflexibility and by sort of helping them to you know sort of lean into the thing their strengths and make use of the things that they are very interested in a kid on the spectrum can do very well in school and make friends but without that support it's very difficult listening to your story and your journey with your son it now kind of comes together with me of why you are so involved within X-Minds. And I want to talk a little bit more about the autism spectrum so people really can understand it. But I want to ask you, Eric, we go way back. You were instrumental in the very beginning stages of Truman Charities, wonderful sponsor. You know, you've donated amazing auction items. You've just been fabulous. And then you met your wonderful wife, Marcy. She, I believe, I may be speaking out of turn, I believe she introduced you to X-Minds. And you've really gravitated towards this organization. You're the treasurer now. You're on the board. You're very much involved. Can you tell me a little bit about why you were so drawn to this particular organization and why it means so much to you? Yes, I can. Thank you, Jamie. My story isn't that dissimilar to Sue's where, you know, I had a a child on the spectrum who, while on the higher functioning and still had struggles both on the educational front, as Sue mentioned, but also on the social side. And quite frankly, when looking for resources within the county, you know, the school system that we went to and paid big taxes for and expect a lot of help from, it was really hard to find. Mm-hmm. And Marcy, my wife, first got involved with X-Minds and I learned about them through her involvement. But seeing all the resources that they put out there and the goals of being able to reach the families of these kids that need this additional help really is what drew me. It was the purpose of the organization that drew me in because I know how much we struggled with it and how much that assistance could have helped us. And luckily for Marcy and myself, we had resources, financial resources, to be able to get additional help, to help Jack learn social skills and help improve his performance in the class. Mm -hmm. But one of the things X-Minds does that's dear to me is they actually reach out and they impact communities that don't maybe have the financial resources to be able to to do this and offer a lot of stuff for free to them. And so when was Jack diagnosed? Jack was diagnosed in early in high school. Okay, kind of. He was a late diagnosis as well. He was diagnosed, uh, you know, with severe ADHD and some executive functioning issues earlier. And that sort of mucked up all the other diagnosis to sort of figure out. And again, because autism is such a wide spectrum, some of the ideas of what I had autism was in my head that weren't necessarily true prevented us from seeing it earlier. You know, and that kind of goes into the next question that I had. It's kind of a two-part. I wanted for you guys to explain exactly what is the autism spectrum because it is so wide range. And then also you have a very interesting collaborative approach that you have at X-Minds. So can we talk a little bit about both of those? Yeah. I mean, I can speak a little bit to the the autism spectrum and Sue can probably go from there on that. But I mean, there are stereotypes that even I had, you know, and I have a nephew with autism and so I had a stereotype of what autism is, but like, like you said, it is a very wide spectrum. And unfortunately, the stereotypes are either you're non-speaking or you're Rain Man, right? And the truth of the matter is it's all that and then a lot more. And whether you are non-speaking 
and people think that you're cognitively impaired, which you may not be. You might be thinking perfectly fine, but it might be a neuromotor issue. It, it could be a lot of different reasons, and it might take a non-speaking child longer to learn a way to communicate, but they are fully cognitively there potentially, whereas you've got a very, let's say, verbal or communicative person who's on the spectrum that people don't understand that they struggle. They don't think typically as, as other kids. So there are lots of areas that they will struggle in an academic and social environment that impacts their entire lives. I've known Jack since when he was a child. And, and honestly, I just thought he was a reserved kid. That's what Sue said about what people thought about, you know, her son as well. Yeah, so do you want to this... talk a little bit about your collaborative approach? Sure. The full name of X, we call it X Minds, but it's really the Partnership for Extraordinary Minds is the full name, but it's such a mouthful. We go with a shorter name. But the word partnership is there because when it was formed in 2009, the intention was to have a very collaborative approach between the families and schools so that it wasn't sort of like we're going to fight them for what we what our parents need. It was more like let's let's work together to make a good environment for our kids at school and make it successful. And so we, from the very start, there was this one annual event that we would partner with MCPS to create, which is called the Forum. And every year we would have speakers from the school, the people who run each of the many programs that autistic students can be placed in, all the way from the ones where the, the children are cognitively disabled all the way up through the Asperger's program where the kids are above grade level and everything in between. Because there is a wide offering in, in MCPS, but it's not very easy for any parent to know what's there or what the specific supports are that are available. So every year we have this event where we have speakers from MCPS talking about all the different programs and all the different supports that are available to parents. This is particularly important because parents are part of they need to advocate for their kids and need to understand what is available for their kids in order to be able to advocate for it and get the supports their child needs. But so that from the start, we've been working with MCPS every year to create this event. That was actually all that, that X-Minds did at the very beginning, but we've added on many more things that we've been doing since then. And just last week, for the first time, we presented what we do on their, our resources to a group of 100 um, basically, people who are in a role of social workers in, in MCPS, they're called pupil personnel workers and family coordinators. There's a community coordinators. Anyway, a group of 100 of the people that work with the families that are most challenged, either by poverty or language barriers or other things. And so we presented to them what X-Minds offers and our resources and in the hopes that they would be able to steer families to us if they were a family with an autistic child. And that was just last Thursday. And I have received about 20 calls since then from families saying, I just heard about you from my, you know, pupil personnel worker or from my person at, at um, MCPS. And so these are all families who need help and need our resources. So we work closely with them. We, we In another way, we also work with them. We meet regularly with the person in MCPS who's head of all the autism programs so that it's a two-way street. She can when there's something that comes up and she wants to know what the autism, the parents of the autistic kids need, you know, are thinking like during the pandemic, she reached out to us and said, you know, are your parents wanting to come back to school? You know, what are the conditions under which they feel like they would want to be back in the building? 
And so we were able to do a survey and get her the information so they could be more informed. And in the other direction, too, we get information from her about what's coming up and in the autism world and what we should be. I mean, we sort of get the inside track of changes and staffing that we and we can give her input on it. Say that I'm a, a mother in Montgomery County and I've just my child's just been diagnosed with autism. And what would you say that their first step should be? First step I usually suggest is to join one of our discussion groups where they will meet other families who have a child on the spectrum. And depending what age the child is, we have different discussion groups. But that gets them in touch with other families and people who are knowledgeable from X-Minds about you know, whatever resources they're looking for. We have found that one of the big problems we try to address is the isolation that families feel. When they have a child on the spectrum, that child behaves differently than other kids. It can be embarrassing. They can end up not going out, not, let's imagine, sort of a, a young child. They won't, don't want to take them to the playground because they won't behave appropriately and other parents will sort of be angry and it's embarrassing. They won't take them to the supermarket with them because they might have a meltdown when they can't have a piece of candy in it. And everyone feels, parents will feel judged. No one understands the extra challenges they have. So if they don't know other families who are going through the same thing, it's just a terrible, terrible experience. And they also may not find the resources they need. So being connected to X-Minds really has made a huge difference to a lot of families. We have these discussion groups that I would steer a new family towards. And also we have in-person meetups so that they can get together with their child and siblings um, to get together with other families. And whenever we have, we have these monthly and after every event, I always receive emails saying, oh my God, I'm so glad I found you. I made you know, a connection with another family. We're going to have a play date next weekend. My son has never had a friend before. This is incredible. I do feel like the feedback we get tells me we're having a real impact. Yes. It sounds like that you guys have created this wonderful community for parents in Montgomery County um, with children on the spectrum. So can you tell me within this community of, I mean, I know this is going to be kind of a difficult question for you, but can you tell me maybe a family or two that sticks out in your mind that's been positively impacted by X-Minds? In addition to these discussion groups and the meetups, we also provide individual consults for people who have difficulties figuring out how to advocate for their child in school and if their child is not getting what they need. We get a lot of requests for that. And there have been families who have really sad stories of their child basically they, it's being taken out of school every day. Like the, the child's in a situation where they are um, in, say, kindergarten and they're acting up because it's just not a good environment for them. They're in general education, nothing specialized or the teacher does not understand how to support them. So they're acting out or having meltdowns, difficulties. And so they call up the parent every other day and say, come take your child home. He's having difficulties. And so this mother, a single mother I'm thinking of, who needs her job and she's getting called up to, to leave her job and pick up her child every day. And so she called us kind of desperate for help. Like she was unsure she was going to be able to keep her job because she had to keep picking up her son. So we were able to give her assistance on her IEP. Go in, you know, demand an IEP meeting. Go, oh, I. We haven't talked about IEPs, but basically... Yeah, explain what an IEP is. Okay, so I'll go back. um, So an IEP is an individualized educational plan. It is the document that is created by a team, the IEP team, which consists of members 
of a like teacher, the principal, the social worker, various people at school, plus the parents. In this document, it contains all of the accommodations, services, and placement, everything that individualizes school for that child so that they can be successful and learn. But parents aren't necessarily very good at advocating for what their child needs, and the schools will tend to not give them as much as they could benefit from because schools are underfunded. And so it takes more people, more resources to give kids all the resources they could benefit from. So one big thing we do is we help parents to understand what their rights are, what services and accommodations are actually available that they could ask for. And we sort of empower them to go into these IEP meetings and say, this is what my child needs. And he's acting up because he's not getting this. And if they go in with sort of understanding what they can get, the squeaky wheel really gets the grease and they they get IEPs that actually give their child the support that they need and are actually legally entitled to. So in the, the, in the case of the woman that I was talking about, we were able to give her advice about getting in, calling an IEP meeting, getting in there, getting the supports her child needed so that he could be successful and stay in school and she could keep her job. So sometimes it's not that hard to figure out what the child needs, but if they're not getting it, it can look like a complete disaster because, you know, right. without those crucial supports, the child can really go off the rails. And without you guys, I would imagine that a parent is a bit overwhelmed. And so it could be difficult for a parent to gather everything that they need. And so you guys are a wonderful organization. You've all the resources you could possibly need to make sure that your child is productive in school and really thriving. So I want to talk about how do you see X-Minds in the future? We address the issues of kids from preschool through 12th grade. For many years, until just a year ago, we were addressed kindergarten through 12th grade. So just in the last year, we expanded down to the younger kids to preschool age, which has been a great, great change. I mean, just so many families have benefited from that. It turned out there was just a huge need for that. That was great. And we're really glad we did it. The next move that I see for the future of X-Minds would be going in the direction of older kids, because as the families we've been supporting and helping... As their child graduates from high school, they say, so what have you got for me now? And we really don't have anything because our mission is through 12th grade. So what I think I foresee for us in the future is that we could be expanding to transition years for the kids after they graduate from high school, going into college or trying to start work. There's a lot of need for support for families uh, launching their kids at that point. And so how are your donations allocated within your organization? So the donations that come into our organization basically make it into like three main buckets. The first one being educator grants. So it's like budget, as uh, was mentioned, funding is short, right? So to be able to give additional funding to teachers that work with the autistic community so that they can buy supplies or take additional trainings, that's a big focus for what we do. And Sue can talk about how we we offer a bunch of them a year. Another thing is it does help fund our website, which is a huge source of information for parents like myself, that when you go to Montgomery County and you realize that your son is autistic and they don't have much for you there, but they direct you back to X-Minds to be able to find all that information on our website. It's a lot of great stuff for, for parents and families. 
And a really big one that we do that Sue had mentioned is some of these speaker and social events that we do, whether it's putting together an IEP helping type of meeting for parents or whether it's one of the parent meetups that we do on a monthly basis, bringing resources together for people to use together. And the biggest part about it is that everything that we're doing is free. So there are no, like, we're funding all of these things. We're not asking for any money. We're not asking for, you know, anything from the parents. We just want them to be able to utilize what we have. wanted to add that also um, we've made a big push to try to reach the Hispanic families in the last year. So we are having all of our speaker events where we have someone speaking about usually some aspect of navigating special education. We have it all translated by a simultaneous interpreter. And we're translating all of our resources on our, our website as well. We're trying to do some of these events in disadvantaged neighborhoods as well to make it so that those parents have access to what we're doing so that transportation isn't an issue. Speaking to a lot of teachers that um, are, are working with children on the spectrum and lower income areas, they tell me um, when I speak to them that it is very difficult for these parents to get the resources that they need. So that's wonderful that you guys are really spreading the word wherever you can and making it available for all parents, wherever, you know, they may live or whatever situation that they may be in. And before I let you both go, is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like someone to know? Well, I would like them to spread the word. I mean, basically, we have all these wonderful resources and we, a lot of people use them, but I'm sure there are more people out there that, that don't know about our organization and could really benefit from our, our resources. So spreading the word would be great. We have this website full of incredible resources that would be helpful to any family that has an autistic, a student age autistic child. And it's not strictly education issues. It can be, you know, we have resources for finding how to find friends and how to find social supports and social groups and all sorts of things. So xminds.org is really a great resource that we would love everybody to know about. Great. Is there any other social media handles that you guys have that you would like people to know about? We do have a Facebook page and Twitter. We're on Twitter. And also, we're just starting our Instagram presence as well. And and YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. The way to find them is our full name, which is Partnership for Extraordinary Minds. Perfect. Eric, is there anything else that you would like to add that you, you think people should know? Just that the autistic community is growing. Diagnosis is happening more and more. Uh, this is impacting more and more families. And so like Sue did, you know, just come and visit the website and gather information and spread the word. Well, thank you guys so much for being on here. I learned so much about X-Minds. You guys are doing amazing work within the Montgomery County. And I will definitely be sending anybody that has any questions your way because you guys are a wonderful resource. You've created a fantastic community um, within Montgomery County. So thank you so much, Eric. And thank you. Thank so you, Jamie. Of Thanks course. for the opportunity. Of course. And thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Truman Charities podcast. Until next time. If you liked this episode, please make sure to rate and review our podcast. That is how more people learn about the Truman Charities podcast and our organization. And to make sure you don't miss any of our future episodes, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you'd like to follow Truman Charities, you can follow us 
on Facebook at Truman Charities, Instagram at Jamie underscore Truman Charities, and check out our website, trumancharities.com. <laughs>